save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded and we have answered the call. Today we are covering the Dragon Reborn prologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Book three, as Wow, crazy to think we're already two books in, but that does not uh, necessarily put us that far into the overall story. So yeah, um, it's pretty crazy, though, to know, you know, hey, I think now you and I may have some idea of how season one of the show goes um, as we just as we just finished. And I think see, I think the end of the Great Hunt is the perfect place to end season one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's um, I know we, we, we've had I've seen theories out there that it could be some and I think you brought it up to one of your friends was talking about like maybe this could go season one could stretch into the dragon reborn and and I you know who knows but I just think that there's so much you can do with the ending of the great hunt that I'm like I think it's good I think it's a good spot to to end season one so yeah I'm with you too I mean I think the sounding of the horn everybody coming back the dra- the the banner being flown everything I think is 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 the perfect is the perfect place yeah yeah for sure so i don't know that's been fun we've been kind of covering that over on youtube uh just looking at uh, the show how we're gonna break it down i think we're did we do the final episode? i think we we've gotten through seven right but we have we have to do the final episode just yeah. the final episode yeah because i got a good chance to talk about my friend inktar and uh we actually had uh, a couple friends on uh, who we kind of did like an uh, I did like an Eye of the World review with Sarah O'Malley from Swish and Flick, and uh, Matt and I sat down uh, with Nicole Whitaker, uh, Nicole Sadai of the White Aja, one of our patrons and a longtime friend of the podcast. We get to talk about the Great Hunt, which was awesome. So that stuff again is up on YouTube, and and we've been having a lot of fun just talking about you know whether you should get into the series, what those first yes. two books mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, what those first two books mean for us, and then also kind of you know, what, how do we think they're going to, um, adapt those to TV? So it's, yeah, just, just a lot. And I'm telling you, what do you think? I mean, when's that trailer coming out? 
Man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, we talked about this in some of our YouTube videos, is that we're now getting cast. We got, we got, there was some, there was some minor cast announced, right? Characters that we know will only be in episode one. So with that, right, you know, and then they announced some more characters um, and some stuff that Ez is like, that's New Spring stuff. So, okay, yeah. cool. All right. So that's kind of good to know. So, um, as we find out more and more of the cast, I mean, I expect the next wave of minor characters. Well, actually, there were some in this next this next wave. You know, we um, it was uh, God, what's his name? Who's going to be playing? Whatever the farmer is, the name where the Rand and Matt kind of stay there, right? When they're oh when they're, yeah, when they're traveling before the meetup. Okay, well, that's obviously episode two or three. Um, so I think the, you know the. We're getting a lot closer. Is all is all I can really say. I mean, if that means that the next wave of characters they'll announce will be like episode four or five, you know. I mean, so 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 you know, we'll we'll go from there. I mean, yeah, I it, think yeah. here here in like two weeks, it might you get a cast? This guy's been cast as Inktar. I mean, that would <laughs> blow my mind if they did that. I would literally. I, I that would that would I'd just be amazing. It'd be amazing because we were talking about how maybe. Uh, again, it's one of our YouTube videos where we're talking about maybe how Inktar's story could start um, earlier. He could be someone that they meet, you know, a Shannaran who is south and who is trying to maybe gather support or who is who is at the court of Camelin trying to say, we need aid at Tarwin's Gap. We need help up there in this fight. Um, and that might be a way to weave him into this group earlier so we can get this awesome sort of like... You know, we get attached to him. We love him just the way we do in, well, the way I do uh, in The Great Hunt. And then you have this epic moment for him at the end. But some people, I think, are probably like, you know, Ez, this is a little much. I mean, your obsession with Inktar is what? Are, like, uh, people are probably asking, do I do I secretly have some dark side that I'm, like, trying to uh, seek redemption, you know, and, and find my way back to the light? Maybe. Maybe. Okay? <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, isn't that the thing? Yes. Yes, yes, so. yes. We have, yeah, we have, yeah, we have, we absolutely are. So it's cool. So we'll see. Um, you know, that we're we're getting more and more news of it. It seems like obviously production is is coming back. They were probably almost done with it. Um, what it seemed like they seemed like they were done up through episode six. So, uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely see. Stay tuned as we as we get more and more of this info, man. So yeah, I'm oh, I, I'm sure they'll release something. I mean, I didn't know that there's been any sort of promotional images right i mean like here's you know just like boom coming 2021 or something so but i mean i th i think we're, we're we're getting some more news and any news is good news yeah yeah 100 so I'm, I'm looking for i thought i asked you that question and i think for me the answer of when is soon this i mean obviously some i would say this fall like we're gonna get some sort of you know thing i think didn't we see somewhere that they were gonna go back to filming um that they might have had to push the, those last two episodes back to like no November or something or Ooh, October. I haven't, heard, I haven't I haven't heard that. Maybe yeah. well with the weather, I don't know. Yeah, I I think so. I think I saw uh, this might have been um not on Narg the Daily Trollic. I think is is tracking sort of like what other projects are kind of opening up, looking at the countries and looking at those um, agencies where extras are are needed and they need extras in those last two episodes. And it seemed like they were hinting that it was going to be in the fall. So I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought they were already back, you know, as like, like it would be this summer type of thing, but, but maybe not. So either way, I think there's still enough there to cut up a, 
a teaser trailer. Even yes. that. That's all I need is a teaser. Yes. You don't have to give me a full-blown oh, trailer. Abs- yes, yeah. 100%. There's, there should be enough to give us. I mean, if you have six episodes done, we don't need to see the end of the of the season to be hyped for. I mean, there's definitely mm-hmm. got to be some battles or something that, that's done that you can totally, totally, you know, tease up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So... Um, yeah, but, but hey, you know what? Hey, before we go any further, though, I do want to check in with you because folks always want to know, you know, how, how Sir Matt is, is doing. Uh, you've been traveling, right? You've been on vacation recently. How's that been? Yes. Uh, it was good. I went to Vegas. Um, just have uh, basically family down there. My girlfriend's family's down there. Um, and so we went down there. We didn't, like, go out and to casinos or anything. So it was kind of, it's just like a suburb. It's called Henderson. Uh, but it was cool. It was nice. Weather was warm. Pools, pool's great. Like, 90 degree it was like it was like 110 or 105 or something, but it's Vegas, so it's a dry heat, and then it was like 90 degree pool weather. So I was like, pool's 90, warm, yeah. great, nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it's actually here in Ohio. Um, this whole week is supposed to be just sunshine and everything. I, I was talking to my sister. We have a little pool. You know those pools that you kind of put up. Um, I don't know. They're the circle pools. They're kind of cheap. Yeah. I don't know. The what, above gr- above ground pools. Yeah. Yeah, it's like four. They're great. Four, yeah, it's like four and a half feet or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, this is great, but I mean, I can't keep getting in and out of this to check my phone. I got to check Twitter. I need like a little ledge. I need my white claw sitting there on the side. So we rigged up um, and we're, we're, in the, we're in the middle of it. Uh, we started it last night. We're rigging up this little platform, you know, around it where we can just swim to one side, set our stuff down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Am man. I the only I'm, one who's out there trying no, to do No, you're right there with <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, trust me. I had, I, so we, I had to have mine, you know, under a chair because it gets too hot, right? Because like when I was in Vegas, it was like 110 or something, you know, and so the yeah. – the the ground is hot yes like, i mean yeah. and so i and one day i set my phone uh down there and then i came back and it was like off and it was like your phone turned off because it was overheating and so i was like oh, okay so i so you know you put it you put it on the ground but you put a towel over or something but yeah you can kind of swim over to it and check it so. yeah oh yeah yeah so anyways so those are the updates with us. Um, I also wanted to talk about, I guess, as we're getting into the third book here, some upda- some updates that we've done on our um, Patreon page. So we've said this on other projects. We are really going to be um, putting a lot more stuff up there and putting a lot more into that. Um, we're recording the video version of the podcast. And we're going to post that there for folks to go watch if you want if you're interested in that and see all the craziness i mean i have my book here and i think at the start of this i kind of held up like um my version of the dragon reborn which is by the way Mm -hmm. sick um this is a this is one of those larger paperbacks so you see how big i mean like if if you get a chance to go check this out you can see how big this is and i you can't find these sir matt i have gone and tried to find i think the first three uh, Eye of the World and the Great Hunt and the Dragon Reborn. I think they did this this style, um, this classic, you know, uh, cover or artwork. But to have them, they're normally a lot smaller and they're thicker. But this is sort of like a yeah. taller, you know, um, version. And it's just it's good for taking notes and it's just a better you know version. But anyways, um, so that's that's the kind of cool stuff you can you can see over there. And uh, we're, we've also updated um, Patreon rewards to include YouTube stuff as well. So we're putting your name at the end of the uh, YouTube videos. And we're going to have, um, you know, our those of you who are at the Heroes of the Horn tier uh, will be sponsoring those videos as well, too. So it's really cool. Helps the podcast. And I think it's going to, 
again, just wait for that teaser trailer to, to drop. And we will have a lot of friends in here wanting to know more about this series because I guarantee it's going to look amazing. And people are going to be like, this, 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 this is awesome. Where was it, um, Sir Matt, where we were talking? I think it was on Bend the Knee when we were talking about uh, the origins to every great story. You know, if you're trying to pitch a story and you're trying to get people, or no, it was it was uh, hyperspace, yeah. right? And hyper, we talked about yeah, it was hyperspace, and we, we were talking about it, it was years it was years ago. I was talking to Ez about a, a game, a video game that was coming out. It's called Secret of Mana, which is an older game, but they remade it a couple of years ago. And um, I remember uh, Ez was asking me about this game I was I was playing, and he's like, "What's the, what is this?" I'm like, "Oh, it's called Secret of Mana." He's like, "Well, you know, like, what's it about?" I'm like, "Well, a young kid finds a magical sword," <laughs> and we were just. <laughs> like we're just like he's like i'm in like that's like every fantasy story is like you know. right. I, I think i literally said say no more i'm down i was like yeah. and, you, and you just started laughing i was just like no seriously you know uh, a boy finds a magical sword let's go yeah and it made me think i was just sort of like that's sort of like i mean every yeah, yeah king arthur's story rand has one luke Skywalker gets, you know, Frodo, his lightsaber. You know, Bilbo yeah. finds one. Frodo right. gets it. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I was thinking about the Heron Mark Blade. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like. So when you go to pitch the Wheel of Time to somebody, and I've done this with other friends where, and this has happened to Sir Matt for years, when, when somebody just pitches the series to you, it's pretty much, it's an easy pitch. You're sort of like, wow, I'm, I'm down. I'm in. I want to read about that story. What daunts people is the, four, you know, it being so long, 14 novels and so on, like that commitment. Is, is so big um, when you go to I think when they see a teaser trailer they're gonna be like I'm in let's go search this let's go figure this out so I'm just waiting for that for that to happen because I want people it's the same thing that happened to me with Game of Thrones when I was first introduced to Wheel of Time and Game of Thrones it was coming it was around the same time I started with Wheel of Time and then Game of Thrones was coming up and I said I gotta read the first book before the show comes out because I want to be that person I just wanted to get that in and there will be people who like didn't see the teaser trailer and you know, it, is, it ends up coming out on Amazon or whatever, and they're like, let's dive back into the series. So regardless of how you get into it, I think it's an amazing story, and it's just, it's, I'm a reader. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm into literature. I'm a book nerd, and the more people who get into this, I think it's great. I'm, I'm a reading teacher, and I love promoting literacy, so I, this is, anyways, this is great, and a way that you can help kind of support this project is by going to Patreon, checking out those new rewards. It's going to be a blast. Absolutely. Whew, there we go. Um, so now we're hey, we're, we're going to get right into this. So uh, this being the prologue, we're just covering the prologue today, and we're going to come back you know, later with our chapters 1 through 10 of The Dragon Reborn. There is um, there's a lot. We actually recently did an extended edition where we covered sort of a recap on the White Cloaks. We went over uh, Dane Bornhold, Jeffrem Bornhold. Uh, we talked about Child Byar. And we, this is over on Patreon, we put this up there for, for folks, just as kind of a recap, you know, as to what happened in the first two books with these individuals. So I guess initial thoughts as we, as we get into the Dragon Reborn here, people always love to hear from Matt, like what were your thoughts just on the Fortress of Light, by the way? It's the prologue, but it's the Fortress of Light. Yeah, man, well, let me tell you, you know, the... The prologues themselves, I think, you know, now that this is the third prologue I read, man, they're dark hen, they're like dark friend heavy, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, I think, I think it's kind of cool that they're very dark kind of favorite. I mean, the, 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 
the first one um, in the Eye of the World, right, is is Luce Theron and, and Balsamon, and they're going back and forth, and, and so like, okay, that's cool, like that's that's um, crazy, you know. Um, but it's kind of mysterious, and you're just starting, so you're not really understanding what's going on. The second one is like, all right, now that we know these characters, Rand and Matt and everybody, and we're getting back into, um, you know, everything. Who's the who's the man called Bors? Still don't know. And uh, you know they're having that 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 the social as as likes to call it the dark friend social, uh, and you know it's like okay now we're hearing orders and stuff like that so it kind of sets up this um, danger right that we're we're wondering what's going to happen throughout the book and same thing happens here right yeah uh, you know they're they're you know don't kill Rand well then a murder all shows up and uh, says too bad we are going to kill him so I mean it's yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the gist of it. I mean, that's that's the craziness. It's like w- when your character gets in a, in a spot where um, you've been commanded to do this one thing by your like Lord Commander, uh, Captain Commander, like, and then you're also being told by a Murdral to do the exact opposite. And if you don't, we're in, in each situation, you're either going to lose your life or lose those around you. I mean, that's just freaking nuts. And you start to feel pe- like, I don't know, it's it's like, what does this guy do? What would you do? You start to think about, well, what am I going to do here? Uh, and it's it's just, it's really, it's really hard. So we're, we're talking about, because um, that's a great kind of summary as, as to really what happens in this. We start off, uh, the point of view is Pedron Nile. And he is the Lord uh, Captain Commander of the White Cloaks. He's a big deal. I mean, he is he is a big deal. You got that right. The impression uh, you know, yes. in the beginning. I mean, as he's walking around here in his chambers and stuff, his private audience chamber. Um, he's got. They they talk about like, like his chair. Like it's he has like a, it's it's I don't know it's this like simple chair right. But then there's also like gold floors. The sunburst right. right. The sun is there. The light. They're children of the light. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting, just because. You know, I mean, what like why he he doesn't seem to be into those those uh, things. gaudy things. It's, yeah, it's but right. yet, extravagant extravagant things. Yeah, because we're trying to learn who this guy is, right? What like what is as far as we know? I mean, actually, I'll ask I'll ask Sir Matt, right? Um, the white cloaks up to this point. What are your thoughts? Good guys, bad guys? What's going on? Well, we have. I, <sighs> Don't I mean, oddly enough, really, I feel like there's still kind of this like mysterious kind of thing, right? Just up to where we are now. I mean, we've run into them a couple of times and you're kind of like everyone, you know, wary of them. And then, you know, um, to me, you know, we talked about this, right? I described them as like chaotic, chaotic good uh, is kind of is kind of the way where they're like, well, um, in, in our Patreon episode, I, I think I used the, the term of like, think back to Batman Begins. Right. Or if you're more kind of familiar with like uh, Ra's al Ghul and the League of mm-hmm. Shadows. Right. Well, yeah. they're good guys. I mean, their their intent is we're going to root out evil, but their execution of those uh, the, of that intent is, no, we're going to destroy evil, uh, in which case, you know, we're going to destroy Gotham, like burn it to the ground and start completely over. Uh, and so it's it's kind of that thing, right, where you sometimes you see this with like, you know, re- like ultra religious zealots, right, where it's like, well, I mean, you have to really root out like sin or evil, um, you know, and so it's like, well, you know, so there's not really any room for redemption kind of a thing, right? Like you do, yeah. you, yeah. you know, I mean, 
Whereas, no, yeah, you know, it's kind it, of a difference. I mean, think about like if they had found out that Inktar, like had they run into say like Inktar last book, well, they would have killed him on the spot, right? Hey, nope, we know you're a dark friend, right? right. Boom. Whereas Rand says, no, I think you can go back to the light. That's right. That's right. All, yeah. all you yeah. have to do is is want to, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. So, and and that's why I bring up, um, you have to look closely at the the white cloaks, and you have to look at, I Jeff from Bornhold is someone who I think, although. He was, once he in his mind established that you were a dark friend, you were dead. I mean, he was, yes. he was, he was as, he was lethal as any of them, but he was not quick to jump to, he, he was not over, what's the word that they use? Overzealous or whatever. Yeah. Like, zealous, um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and he wouldn't, um, he actually cautioned other men about that, you know, like not all of these different people are. Dark friends, and actually, what happens in, in, in the beginning of this is Pedro Nile is talking to Jacob Cardin, and he says, "You know, because Jeffrey Bornhold decides to attack the invaders, the Shanchen, um, and he, and he takes his forces from Almuth Plain and he moves over into Toman Head a little bit, right? Because he disobeyed orders to some degree. Jacob Cardin, one of the questioners." kind of calls him a dark friend and yeah. Pedro Nile flips this on him he, he he at first like the reports coming back are that Jeffrey Bornhold has has disobeyed orders and if you disobey an order then clearly your this was a direct order and and you know how dare you disobey it well he's a field commander he is a a you know he's, he's a lord captain it's not you know the lord captain commander is Pedro Nile but he is a lord captain out on the field with a legion. And he decides that this is a fight for the light that he is going to engage in. He is a child of the light and he is going to fight for the light because what he saw, what he labeled the Shanchen and these individuals as were dark friend invaders. So Pedron Nile turns it on him and basically says, why didn't you, Jacob Cardin, why didn't you Go fight with him. You see? So he, you know, he was the one who actually, because at one point um, he says to him, like, do you still think he's actually a dark friend? Do you think Jeffrey Bornhold is a dark friend? Come on. One of the highest among us. And he kind of says, well, we'll never know. Right? He is, he wasn't, we weren't able to put him to the question because he died. And it's like Pedro Nile is kind of saying to him, but we can put you to the question because you're still alive. And why didn't you go back him? If those were truly dark friends, why did you stay out of the fighting? And it's so it's 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 very complex. And it's just like you've got to be careful with every single thing that you say. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Like that's that's one of those things that there's a complexity to the white cloaks that I think it's hard to to understand on an initial read. I will just say that I didn't get it. I wasn't even keeping track of those characters very well because when they show up, it feels like we've been away from them for so long that I was like, who is this again? And what, right. what did he do? It is a hard, right. you know, well, with that kind of, you know, religious zealotry, right. You know, I guess is kind of the easiest way to yeah. kind of describe it or, or with that kind of like when you're, when you're, you're what's, what's not motivation, but when you're, when you're, I guess you're, your expectations are set so high, right? That like, you, you know, anything, if you're not with us, you're against us, then failure becomes like, 
you know, I mean, the smallest the smallest thing, which would just be, ah, well, you know, is what it is, becomes like an egregious error, right? I mean, I kind of I kind of think about it like um, like Star Wars, for example, right? Like Darth Vader, and especially like Emperor Palpatine, where it's like you failed me for the last time, and you're, they just kill him, right? Yes, yes. Kind of, kind of is is totally the their kind of way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And it's like, by the way, too, once you're turned over to this other faction of the questioners and that's not the actual like there's another um you know term for them but like while i refer to them as the questioners because they're the ones who they are trying to gain the truth from you um once you're handed over to them there's really no going back you're gonna die yeah you're they're gonna die and have a chance like by giving them the truth you could maybe redeem yourself and come back to the light or whatever it's it's so scary that one of them um jacob Cardin, he does not want to be called named a dark friend like if the lord commander captain names you like you said the darth vader reference names you a dark friend you're done you're done you're gonna go be we're gonna get the truth out of you you're gonna be questioned by your own you know faction but you're not gonna make it he and he knows that he knows it's it's sort of like through jacob Cardin. you can kind of see okay there's a there's an issue with this with this subgroup inside of the white cloaks i feel like you know um up to this point yeah, so, no, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I mean that's that's sort of the big, you know, the 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 scary thing. Um now and actually I guess we should we should back up just a little bit cuz we'll talk I'll talk more about him in a second here, but Child Byar is someone who we should keep an eye on. He's been around for a little bit in the first two books. Child Byar, remember, was the one who was coming from the war um over on Toman Head. And Jeffrem Bornhold was sending Child Byar by our back to make a report. He, he he said two things. He wanted him to tell uh, the Lord Captain Commander Pedro Nile what had happened. Tell him what is going to happen here because Jeffrem saw that he was riding to his death. Potentially, he knew that there was potential for that. And um, and then he also wanted his son Dane Bornhold to know what had happened to his father. And he had always cautioned his son to not be one of those overzealous people. So anyways, Child Bayar shows up here, and he is the one who Pedro Nile is questioning. You know, he's, he's in his chamber here, and he's asking him, who, who did this? Are you sure it was Aes Sedai? Is this truly a false dragon? Or is this, you know, the, the, right. the, the, the dragon? We have another one of these. And by the way, that's a thing. You know, when we start the series off, it's rare to have... It seems like it would be years before someone would would proclaim themselves to be a like the dragon. Um, that didn't happen very often. And now, I mean, Sir Matt, it's like left and right, dude. It's just like one after the other. We've got you know people showing up, um, or well, people proclaiming, proclaiming yeah. to be the dragon. Yeah, uh, it's 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 wild. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, probably for a lot of reasons. One, I mean, once once other people start proclaiming, it's like, well, uh, you have other people who think, no, I think I'm the actual dragon, right? So there's there's definitely that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know, he's kind of questioning him about this, and it's very important that Pedro and Nile understand this element of the Aes Sedai, right? Um, do you remember in book two when Egwene, when when they're going back with now, hold on a second. When when was that? Um, no, that's that's going to be coming up, I think. 
So I, it oof. hasn't ha- hasn't happened yet. Gotta catch myself yeah. there. But there there you you've kind of seen like the white cloaks who were in Camelin. Um they seem to be anti Sedai. Can, can we that that is that is at least yeah, abso- known. Yeah, given, absolutely. Right? They, we know they are, yeah. Yeah. So it's very important that we understand who was using the power over there. Was it this false dragon? Because that's the other question is, can he actually channel? And, you know, that's where later on Jacob Cardin will say, it doesn't matter. Even the Aes Sedai, you know, I will, like, they'll die just as quickly with an arrow um, or, you know, a, a, a dagger in the dark. So he's saying, I can kill some of these Aes Sedai for us. And even this, the dragon reborn, regardless of whether he can channel or not, like Jacob Cardin is saying, I'm going to make it my goal to kill that guy. And so that's, that's, that's one of the conversations that happens here. But Bayar is important in telling, in, in telling the Lord commander, um, what happened, you know, like whether, yeah. whether these, these, um, attackers were Aes Sedai. And I think the thing that's, that's interesting too, is like, the, cause we, the reader know, we, we know that these were Damani, that these were Shan Chen who, um, you know, were invaders and stuff like that. That's really who they were facing, but it all gets kind of muddled and, and, and some of the truth gets lost in this telling. And it's, it's a, you know, it's way far away and you're just getting reports back. And it's like, there's, um, well, it's, they're saying at one point that the Aes Sedai are backing this dragon. That hasn't happened before. That's never been even like a whisper on the wind. Yeah. No. And I I was thinking about that too. You know, it's like, when we when we hear in the beginning the eye of the world right that about Logan they're talking about Logan right ah the false dragon false dragon well it, it, everyone probably believes that anybody who proclaims to be the dragon is a false dragon right I mean so that's that's what they see and so that's why this time hold on while the because the Aes Sedai did not go back Logan they went and shut no. Logan down that's right uh, that's right and so yeah now the now that they're going and backing the uh, Aes Sedai it's like uh, or backing Rand. Um, it's yes. like, well, okay, uh, maybe it's time to see, you know, what it is right, that's going on here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and in this prologue, you start to hear from Pedron Nile, who believes that this may be, um, that this may be, that the, that the last battle may be coming. He is one who seems to start to kind of believe, yeah, I think this is happening. And I bring that up because... Earlier, we talked about the golden floor and where he's walking around. I'm going to read a little bit of this where it says when you when this is how this is this is again uh, credit to, to Jordan and his his writing um, Pedro Nile and his room and his surroundings and what he pays attention to and what he values. Right. So for 10 years, Nile had walked across that gold and we're talking about the floor, the sunburst and things and right. never thought and never thought of it twice any more than he had thought of the sunburst em, em, embroidered across his chest. Uh, on his white tunic, gold held little interest to Pedro Nile. Um, so, what is he interested in? You find out that he's he is a commander, man. I mean, he is he is all about like this fight and and glory. I mean, essentially, well, I guess you could kind of say glory, right? He wants to be mm-hmm. like if he sees the last battle is coming, and I think he's even picking up on maybe. And you you could you, I think you could you could probably guess this. That if the Aes Sedai are back in this this dragon, this could be it. Like that's that's a rare thing that's happening. So we've got to be ready for this, and we've got to play our role. All these other patrollings and things that they've been doing, like it's it's all setting up for this last battle in encounter. That's what the children are there for, right? They're there to fight for the light, 
at the end of all of this. You either fight for the light or you fight for the dark, you know, and they are the yeah. children of the light. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it's just unfortunate to think that you you have well, and, and kind of cool, too. And that's one of the things I, I'm liking about this series is that it's not just light versus dark, right? Like you have these different factions inside of the light and the dark, right? That kind of have like their own um, objectives or goals or, uh, y- you know, purpose. Right. And that's so that's kind of interesting uh, as well, too, you know, because it's like, well, the Aes Sedai and the White Cloaks both fight for the light. but They don't fight for the light. They don't have the same mindset about it yes yes and and actually so um it is it's known that the Aes Sedai have these oaths right these these um this, they, they swear on the oath rod and essentially they're bound to um these certain rules and so it's very important when Bayar is telling this story to the Lord Captain Commander that he understand were these actually Aes Sedai because Right here, it says they are prat, um, they, yeah, that they have their three oaths to speak no word that was not true, to make no weapon for no man, to kill another, to use the one power as a weapon only against dark friends or shadow spawn. So, if they did in fact use the one power against the children of the light, the children of the light are not dark friends, right? Um, as a whole, as a, as a faction. So that's disturbing to him. And he's thinking, you know, like, I got you. Essentially, I got you there. You, you broke one of your oaths. And that is like the, the, even if you didn't actually do it, the story is spreading that the Aes Sedai backed this dragon and they took on the Children of the Light. So that's problematic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically that. Well, let's move on here to um, uh, Jacob Cardin. Uh Well, you know, actually, yeah. So we talked about Bayar. We talked about him a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, I keep forgetting. So he's, I say, a questioner, inquisitor, etc. Um, right after. So Pedro Nile, like, like entertains child Bayar. He entertains Jacob Cardin, And then there's this character named ordith or or yeah i gotta say yeah. ordith right okay i gotta say i when i was listening to the audiobook because i was like i was listening to it and i was like doing something like, hold on a second did you just say mordith and i, was, yes. I thought you said mord mordith yeah yeah and so i was like really confused and i was like hold on a second wait it's like mordith like running around doing stuff and so like I, I I kept going back and listening to it, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, really blown away. And I was like, "No, it's a character named Ordith." And I was like, "Oh, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Here we go!" Like, I mean, here, he, yeah, he, here, here we go. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my that's my big issue with Lord of the Rings is like all the characters have the exact same name, and it's like it's it gets a little confusing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Aon and Aramir. Yeah. 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 Aon. It's like. Oh yeah, I know. And so, and so, like, yeah, what's going on with the yeah this this character who who shows up right, who emerges from this passage in the mm-hmm. wall and was maybe secretly listening and stuff. So it's weird, you know, because I think if a white cloak caught someone listening at the door or doing something sneaky like that, what would they think? They would think you're a dark friend, right? Mm-hmm. How di- mm-hmm. that just seems like a sly thing to be doing. It doesn't seem to be something that. Um, an individual who was living their life in the light would be doing. Um, 
which is nuts. That's just how crazy that is. You can have spot. You, what you, kids do that? You know, I used to. You know, you're listening into. You know, parents having a private conversation. What's going on? They're planning some secret birthday party. Am I really a dark friend because I found out about it? No. Um, <laughs> but you know, like there's there's that. So it's just it's just odd, right? That um, that he sort sort of is entertaining this individual who was sneaking around there. And also, I should mention, I, I forgot to mention this part. Very important um, to the Jacob Carden conversation is that he commands him. Um, he, let's see here. He commands him to not kill the false dragon. Yeah. Right. That did that shock you? I mean, like that's mm-hmm. what are you thinking now? When, when the Lord command, so everyone would think we should go kill that guy, right? We should take him out. And Jacob Cardin well, Cardin says, "Give me until the summer, and it will be done." It's like winter now, and right. I got it. And he's like, "Don't you dare." Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is, that was interesting, right? But I guess maybe it's like, well, I mean, this fault, this dragon, like uh, c- compare compare Rand, just obviously right now. I mean, I'm I I'm not far further enough on, but compare Rand to Logain. Well, Logain seems to be like most of the other false dragons that we've heard about, right? In that, well, we just want to go take him out and, and silence silent or gentle him. Um, but Rand is different because the Aes Sedai are backing him. I mean, the, he just sounded the horn. Like people are talking about, you know, at the the last chapter in the Great Hunt, they're talking about all the stories that are now starting to spread about Rand Althor. He has the banner, right? I mean, the heroes of the horn came back, right? There was a battle, and if the Aes Sedai are backing him, um, it seems like he he essentially uh, you could capture him. You could use him as a as a chip against the Aes Sedai. Uh, you may need to see what's going on. Like, is he the real deal? Is he not? Uh, so yeah. I think there's a lot of reasoning for them to not just try and even go kill him. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And actually, that's again. So um, I'm going to read this. I just found it where Pedro Nile is thinking the exact same thing, right? He's um, he's thinking that the pattern chilled uh, the the morrow in his bones. Chaos multiplied. What was unheard of happening again and again? Uh, the the whole world seemed to be milling, stirring near the boil, and it was clear to him the last battle was really coming. And just before that, as I said, he's talking about Mazrim Taim, who they uh, you know a faction of Aes Sedai had went down to confront, who was who was uh, referenced actually in the last book. They seem to be going to confront that individual, but not confronting this guy, Randall Thornton. So he's trying to put those pieces together and saying, there is something emerging here, and I need to see it. He's this, you know, tactician. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's that. He's also thinking that he's getting really old. So that's the other thing. Pedro yeah. Niles is, 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 is an old guy. He's been around. He's a great um, seasoned battle commander. He is um, someone who is, is really important. Um all right, so yes, yeah, so that was the conversation between um, Card and just wanted to kind of back up there because he's like, you know, you, you, you don't kill him, don't touch the false dragon, and then Ordeeth right. comes in and says, you know, he tells him that this is Randall Thor, right, a dark friend from the two rivers, and mm. talks about his other friends. They they look at this drawing, right? There's this drawing that's been going around of Randall Thor. Uh, you know, battling in the skies over Falma. And it's something that's circulating like crazy. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, he tells him about his two friends, Matt and Perrin, to be on guard for them. And then uh, Pedro Nile is wondering, should I make plans 
you know, for the, you know, the, the, the two rivers, should we do something with that region? So. Yeah. Is it time? Is it time to go in there? Yeah. Yes. Which is crazy because they're totally undefended. I mean, they're, they're totally undefended, but you and I were just looking at a map. It's not really the easiest place to get to, to be entirely honest. I mean, no, no. Yeah. You, yeah. You've really only got, you've really only got like one kind of entry point in there. Yeah, exactly. And if you kind of rallied people in, you know, in Devon Rye and, and there's the surrounding sort of uh, regions or whatever, uh, you, yeah, you could defend that region not easily, but I mean, if you had the resources and if you had a similar, you know, uh, there's natural barriers, right? And that sort of the thing is you can funnel people into a certain way and maybe protect yourselves a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that's to have them on the radar, I think is. Yeah. yeah, for us the reader, kind well, of like, oh yeah. shoot, you know, right? Because when you uh, remember when you meet the um, oh god, the, uh, the where that were low, where that were ran first runs into Logan, right? And he's and Pedon Fane's there, right? Camelin, yeah. Remember yeah, when yeah. they're in Camelin and they're talking about how when they they talk about the two rivers and how like they forget that the two rivers is part of the oh, yeah. you know yeah <laughs> like exists right exactly hundred percent hundred percent yeah so. Ah, yeah, that's that's uh, it just makes us kind of like we've always I think have you been wondering if we're going to go back to the two rivers? I mean, do, do, are you wondering that as you as you read this? Yeah. Yeah, I have thought I have thought. Are we ever going to go back? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I think that's probably, you know, when you hear reference that you're like, oh, shoot. OK, we could be going, you know, back there and we don't want the white cloak. We don't like the white cloaks right now. The vibe around them is not good. So, right. There, there's there's that. Um, and the last part of this is really we follow then um, Jacob Caradin. So we follow him as he goes down the halls of the fortress and he's contemplating what he has heard. The, like, like the Lord Commander, uh, I'm sorry, L- Lord Captain Commander, Pedro Nile, has basically said, if you don't obey, I will name you a dark friend, hand you over to your own questioners, end of story. And even Pedro Nile, when he's saying that, he thinks what I'm saying is treason. And he knows it, and yeah. so does Jacob Card. And they both know that what the tippy top guy said was treasonous. But if he says it, if he says anything, he's a dead man. If he doesn't, he has to obey. And ironically, as he's walking through the 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 Fortress of Light, he comes across, as you said in the open, a Murdral who is waiting for him. This is just scary, dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, to think that you you walk into a room. I yeah. mean, it's like my worst nightmare come true. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, exa- exactly. Because, I mean, these guys are all about fighting all the dark ones. Uh, like, and then here, yeah, here's here's a Murdral, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the, 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 the Fade ends up confronting him, you know, with the fact that he has orders from the great uh, Lord, the great, you know, Lord of the Dark, to find and kill Randall Thor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know. And he is scared to death. And now he's really in a pickle where if he doesn't, they're going to kill his family members, right? They're, they're going to make him mm-hmm. him suffer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's that's nuts. And then really what we get at the end of this is he has a little interaction with one of his servants. Um, they talk about, well, he doesn't really talk about what to do. He gets, he gets some, some pen and paper and decides to write something we don't necessarily know exactly what his we don't know yeah, yeah, what his plans are going yeah. forward but 
Yeah, I will say I do like these kind of mysterious uh, that that all of the the so far this being the third prologue uh, that they're all kind of mysterious, right? They're open ended. They're they, and so it just kind of leaves you with a mystery that you will kind of carry through throughout the throughout the the book. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said, you kind of have to pay attention to um, what. Well, you drift so far away from the White Cloaks. That's why we did that recap on Patreon is just because I wanted to, one, refresh my memory on it, um, even being, uh, air quote, a veteran reader, someone who's read it before. I was sort of like, oh, mm-hmm. man. I, and I remember when I first read it, it wasn't until much later that I was like, I was like books in when I was like, oh, okay, I'm connecting like last names and I'm starting to understand who is who and the hierarchy and the structure of the Children of the Light. Because yeah, you, you just don't really really get that. You, like on, on an initial read, it's hard to pay attention to the titles and who is who's a you know who's the Lord uh, Captain Commander versus who is a Lord Captain versus who's just one of the children, you know, and so on. So I think it's it's important to kind of um, what's one. Yeah. I think Robert Jordan knew he had. I mean, he had a plan with he has obviously has a plan with this faction. They've been a big deal in the first two books. And he's been thinking about them for a long time. Like when you introduce something in the first book, there's a there's a reason. That's why I always think the first book to a large series is really important because the author thought about those factions and those people and those individuals a lot. And so when there are references to them, that's why like Logan being referenced to me was always a big deal. I always loved that character. So I thought there's got to be something more with that character. And then when you would hear about them early on. You, you wonder throughout the series, when am we going to come, you know, come across that guy again? When are we going to go back to the two rivers? I want to see Camelin again. And, but he keeps taking you further and further and further and spreading you out. Um, and, and then, but like, you'll get these little, you know, trips here and there where you mm-hmm. kind of, it's just all interwoven together. And it is, it's, it's, it's intense. So yeah, we needed to learn more about the children of the light and we got to figure out what's going on with them. You asked me a great question in the extended edition, which is like, how are they funded? And, I, I didn't get a chance to look that up yet, but um, I'd love for people to maybe leave a comment or send us a pigeon uh, about this. I think it's they're backed by the king of Amadicia, but um, I'm not exactly sure. And as we said, yeah, they're trying to spread their control into uh, Almuth Plain and um, like kind of control that that region more, right? They're hoping, I mean, Aradamon and Tarabond are at civil war and they're hoping to capitalize on it. And really Pedro Nile in this chaos that is created with these false dragons. And when Tarval and witches are moving around and they seem really busy and preoccupied, I think he sees a way in which he can capitalize on that. And you can further the mission of the children of the light. Yeah, yeah, I'm look I'm looking here uh just on their on their wiki just trying to kind of see um I think I think you're right probably just somehow funded because they because of kind of their seat of power in um in Amadicia there. If I if yeah. I had to take a guess just because it says, you know, like the they were kind of propped up by that king like a thousand years ago or whatever, so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, just just interesting stuff. If there are things we missed on the White Cloaks or if there's more little uh, connections and stuff, definitely hit up that discussion thread and, and let us know. Um, they're a fascinating faction inside of this series, mm-hmm. and I haven't given them as much thought as I think maybe I'd like to. Um, so this time around, I'm really trying to like understand them a little bit more and, and look at them a little closer. So 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whew. Man. All right. All right. As well, uh, with that, man, I think we don't we don't we're, we don't have any pigeons currently, do we? No. And and again, this is just being the prologue, we're just doing like a quick little uh, glance at this um, one you know chapter here, and then as I said, we're going to come back with with um, the the big episode later on. And if you do, though, yeah, I mean, send us a pigeon. I actually for these prologues don't really really check uh, to see if we have those, just for because sure. we're going to keep it short. But I'll check those to make sure we have some for the upcoming episode yeah absolutely so all right guys well uh stay tuned as i have a ton of youtube uh content uh coming the way there's tons of casting news we've been uh talking about as we get more and um more of that info and so it's uh, a lot of fun over there so be sure to check that out and some of our uh, new stuff here on patreon or not here on patreon but on our patreon i should say so with that we want to thank you for answering the call in our next episode we will be discussing the dragon reborn chapters one through ten if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a message at the horn of at gmail.com we will see you soon and remember that the grave is no bar to our call Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.